We are live. I, I, I can never, I, I can't find a happy medium with Craig. Either he's t- too quiet and gives me nothing, or he's trying out bits on me before the show. I can't just say hello. How's it going? I did say hello. You know what you did. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, last time you're like, I, I don't know what to talk about when we start. You know so. exactly what you did. <laughs> last, last show, uh, I was, I don't, I don't have anything to start with. Normally I have a quip. So I was like, I'll just interject something. Maybe. <laughs> well, it's at least nice to have Craig, someone who at the very least pretends he wants to talk to me. That's rare on this show now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, dude, once, you, once your internet cut out, me and him were boys. We were talking the whole time. Really? I couldn't break through with that guy. <laughs> well, folks, if you missed it, uh, subscribe to the Patreon, blindmike.net, or uh, it'll be out Thursday, I believe, on the Why You Laughing feed. There's a basically a bonus episode of the Blind Mike Project mm-hmm. coming out on uh, the Why You Laughing feed. Um, people seemed happy that I didn't, the few comments that I got on it so far, uh, people were glad that I didn't, I, I threw the plan out the window. <laughs> oh yeah. I think people at that point, people would have rather heard of, uh, Peter Sheckley than Adam Sandler, whatever portion so, I had for Adam Sandler. I haven't, I haven't seen any bad feedback yet, but granted everyone that's seen it pays for the show. The, the, yeah, the, the, the good people have seen it so far. Yeah, once once the Seinfeld app went live, uh, I got hated on. <laughs> oh, that's right. You got a real... Ha- well, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Because uh, Craig got a deserved hammering, but also, what? I believe, a deserved defense from the people. People had your back, swiftly. Yeah, the VGB don't fuck around. Um, we'll get to that in a second. But if you missed it, if you don't know what we're talking about, we had a comedian who I find very funny. I'm a fan of. That's why I reached out to him. Uh, Danny Polish Chuck from the boys cast. You guys may have heard me mention him before. And uh, I reached out to him. I heard him on WATP and I thought, well, maybe that means I can get him. I've done that program before. Maybe there's a, maybe he'll come out. And uh, I found him to be an interesting guy. I thought maybe he'd fit the, uh, the why are you laughing for? Although I did even think to myself, maybe I should just have him on blind Mike project and shoot the shit with him. Mm-hmm. But I said, no. Let's get a why are you laughing in. I'm sure he's got some great. And then uh, this happens a lot when I ask people to do why are you laughing. This is why I'm not a big fan of like guests on there because it's hard to get people who have any idea of what I'm trying to do because they haven't listened to the show before. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Anthony DeVito, by the way, the only guy <laughs> I'm not counting Carl or Vinny because uh, I think they've listened to the show before. Right. And Royce was kind of a different episode. We just fucked around with Royce pretty much. I love Royce. So Anthony DeVito is the only guy that's come on and was like, well, I will go along with what the host is saying. Yeah, it was the first guest, wasn't he? <laughs> or one of the first. I think he was, yeah. And he's like, I'll prepare and, you know, have some knowledge on the topic we're discussing and some thoughtful points about it. And I will do what the host wants to do <laughs> rather than one we had... Like, I don't know, angrily ranting about the business and Eliza Schlesinger. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had this with Danny Polischuk, where he came in very weird. First of all, I think I read him wrong. I think he he liked us. Um, Or at least didn't hate us. He seemed more playful post-show than while it was happening. Oh, really? When he uh, cut himself off mid-goodbye as he left six <laughs> seconds later? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, a, <laughs> what a, I remember that. What a bonding experience. 
<laughs> it was it was it was an all around mess. We had people dropping out of the show. I had to start talking and leading the ship for oh, yeah. like Craig took the reins. That's the last piece. I think on this show, people would have fun with. It. Right. You know, I think the gearheads would enjoy it. I think the last thing anyone wants to hear on why are you laughing. And the funny thing is, is, I'm sure it's not a different. I'm sure it's the exact same people listening. I don't know, they dude. It, they react they like more serious. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I will say as far as like different listeners, the the a few people have reached out to me that have heard me on WATP and they're like, hey, man, I signed up for the Patreon. Where's why are you laughing? Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll sign up for like the five dollar tier or something. And they're like, what, what is this? Why am I watching Quincy? <laughs> <laughs> well, it says it says in the descriptions of each tier. Where why you laughing falls. I know people don't pay attention. No, By the don't. way, th- folks, I think we're locking it in. If we get to seven fifty, seven hundred fifty subscribers, I was humiliated the other day when it was learned we had nowhere near eight hundred. So let's just get to seven fifty, um, and I will get a tattoo of your choosing. I laid out the three options: uh, the KFC radio logo, um, Quincy, it's murder time, and uh, Gringo Poppy. Mm. So if we get to 750, let's hurry it up, folks. Um, a little incentive for you if you haven't signed up to the Patreon yet. But um, what was I saying? What was my train of thought here? Chuck, how it went, me speaking on the show. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, that's the last thing anyone wants to hear and why you're laughing is Craig take the reins. Yeah. But I feel like on this episode, it was very appropriate. Uh, uh, so yeah. Danny, Danny comes in. And the first thing he said to us is, uh, he's hungover. <laughs> he, he was like 10 minutes late. So he started at about two ten, and he's like, uh, I gotta be out by three. <laughs> and that's when I was like, when I get in those situations and this is where, you know, people will say like, woe is me. And my answer to that has always been like, now I'm, I've started to get it a little more, but where I do understand when other people are like that is because like, you're not trying to be like that. Because this was my knee-jerk response, which I didn't say. I held it in, luckily. But I almost said, when he said he had to be out of here by three and he was hungover, I, I wanted to say, do you want to just not do it? <laughs> like, should we not Should we not do this episode? <laughs> yeah, we can, we can end it. Right, like, which is me, like, just being nervous and not wanting to annoy the guy. But that probably would have annoyed him more, you know? Possibly. So, I was like, okay. Um... <laughs> I, I kind of tried like setting up what the show was and everything. He was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Didn't seem like he particularly wanted to be there. <laughs> and then we started and there was the real vibe of like, so I asked him um, for topic ideas just because I said, when I have a guest, I like to do someone that kind of, uh, that was that was an influence on you or someone you grew up listening to or you know impacted you in some way that way you'll have an interest in the topic and so he chose Adam Sandler's first album they're all going to laugh at you mm-hmm. <laughs> which is kind of interesting cuz it's a departure from some of his movies and the shit he got very famous for but i also would have just used it to talk about sandler in general like we were going to talk a little bit about what Sandler became and shit like that was kind of my plan. Um, but when we started and tell me if I'm being too harsh here, it felt like he was kind of like, why are we talking about this? <laughs> um, 
I wasn't I wasn't sure how to read him until we played the first clip. Yeah, which even that he was like, here was the thing. This is why I couldn't tell if we were being snubbed because when he gave answers, they were very in depth and thoughtful, and he was present. But when he didn't want to answer, he was like, "Nah, I don't know." Yeah. Or when we <laughs> when we first tried to actually stick to the topic. Uh, we were like, oh, yeah, do you think this is a... Uh, well, yeah, then I, I felt like a couple times I tried to go back to Adam Sandler. So we mentioned that that album was nominated for a Grammy and he lost to Peter Sheckley. Craig doing his uh, due diligence, looked it up and said, yes, P- uh, a composer named Peter Sheckley won Best Comedy Album, which was very weird. Yeah. And so we acknowledged that, that was weird for a couple minutes. And then uh, Danny couldn't get past the fact <laughs> that Peter Sheckley won. So you'll hear me try and steer the ship and go, yeah, and you know what? That reminds me of the next track on <laughs> They're All Gonna Laugh at You. <laughs> My favorite thing, though, is that he was, he was more or less like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. I'm focused on this guy. <laughs> he kept doing that <laughs> to the point where I was like, all right, we're doing the Peter Sheckley episode now. <laughs> <laughs> and... There has to, there is something I can't put my finger on it, but after 31 years of life, I have to start to say there's something that I do. I don't know exactly what it is, uh, but there's something that I do that people don't either don't get or don't have any interest in interacting with <laughs> because I, people will answer me literally when I think I'm clearly joking. Like we found out Peter Sheckley lived in uh, Iowa or something. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I, I said, Danny, I think if you're looking for like social media content, you're gonna have to go out there and find this Peter Sheckley and interview him. And he says, Well, I don't know if I'm gonna do that, but I am interested in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, no, I figured. <laughs> I don't know if we're just not factoring in the Hangover enough. Well, so that's the interesting thing. I thought we really annoyed him and that he was hungover or something. So I messaged him afterwards and was like, hey, man, sorry we caught you on a uh, day you weren't feeling great, but I appreciate you taking some time for us. And he goes, oh, no, I feel fine. Just a little hungover. And then he again reiterates, I just can't get over this Sheckley guy. (laughs) (laughs) So I think maybe we misread him and he was just so taken by Peter Sheckley that he couldn't think of anything else. Yeah, we'll get um, we'll get Ryan Long on the show sometime in. Right at the beginning, he'll be like, you guys ever heard of this Sheckley guy? <laughs> I'm like, damn it. You didn't give us credit. <laughs> I know. He's he's like, he's going to go tell all his comic friends, uh, yeah, I was doing this fucking stupid show. and like, that is, That's exactly how the conversation will go. Because he seemed like, he's like, I got to tell people about that. He seemed very interested in the topic. But he will also say, I can picture him, I can hear it now. I did some uh, dumb fucks podcast and we talked about this. Have you heard of Peter Sheckley? Yeah, this blind guy, he he did something to his computer because obviously he can't see it. And I was stuck talking to this pink guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the other odd thing that I've had before. Looks like Kirby. People. (laughs) That's a good. Yeah, that's fair. Um, People, for some reason, think blind Mike is like a zany radio name or something. Kind of, right? Like a cool nickname. But, I mean, I guess in a way, but what I'm saying is 
I wouldn't call myself that if I wasn't blind. Oh, right. Yeah. And I've had people be like, what's with the sunglasses? <laughs> like, what do you think it is? I don't know. You want to you look me in the eye, sir? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've taken on the, you know, the persona that everyone knows is cool. A blind guy. <laughs> you know, I wanted to make the ladies dripping wet. So I said, I'll, I'll, hey, I'll be the blind guy. That'll be fun. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? It's the cool. Um, it's the coolest. So thing yeah, I, I'm curious about feedback because um, I think maybe it wasn't as bad as we thought. Oh, so I texted Carl afterwards, and I was like, "How, how did you enjoy Danny Polish Chuck on your show?" And he rep- replied, "Great, love that guy." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm starting to think it's me. <laughs> but so I said. Uh, I go, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of his, but I I had a very weird interaction with him. It seemed like he hated us. And Carl did say, he goes, yeah, he does have kind of an odd vibe, like a, it seemed, maybe standoffish, but that's I think that's just him. I don't think he's, you know, doing it to be rude necessarily. I didn't, I didn't think he was doing it to be rude. Um, I just didn't think he wanted to necessarily be there. Well, so my, my thing with that is always like, he didn't even have to respond. It was very, it was nice of him to respond to me. There's no reason he wasn't promoting anything. He was just taking out time to come to the podcast. Cause I asked him to, <laughs> yeah, you got anything to promote? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so like why even do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You can ignore my message pretty easily. Yeah, or just say no thanks. Maybe he was afraid of the blind mic blowback coming at him. <laughs> yeah, look out. You know? He's like, I'm not going to fuck with the gearheads by blowing this guy off. And if it doesn't work out, I'll get my assassins on it. He'll dox the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... I do find that funny. Um, so then uh, the Seinfeld episode of Why You Laughing came out. Mm-hmm. And Craig, I'm surprised. No one, no one seemed to care about your... Oh, damn. I meant to send you the exact text. Shit. From me? Maybe we'll, yeah, maybe we'll do it another time because I won't be, I can't, I don't see you well enough to be able to get it to you right now. Got a message. Uh, I checked my Instagram last night. Yep. And I don't check it that often. So I think this message is from a few days ago. And a guy reaches out to me and he says, uh, hey, Mike, big fan of both Blind Mike Project and Why You Laughing. And he says, and I know that it started to become a joke that Craig <laughs> is bad on the show. And people have a good laugh about it, but I'm here to tell you it is no laughing matter. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is not, it's not funny. It's going to ruin your life. You got to get away from this guy. <laughs> and this was because I did what? Oh, it was just in general. Oh, I think okay. your, just your existence bothered him. Got it. Yeah. I had someone reach out uh, the other day to tell me to my face, which I appreciate how much I suck. He's like, and he goes, you're on three out of the four shows I listen to. And I go, well, maybe you don't hate me that much. Uh, Well, or maybe you're not the reason he's listening. (laughs) No, I know that. But I'm saying if you hate me that much, you probably just don't want to tune in at all. Right. Right. But yeah, it's, (laughs) it was funny because this guy was like, Hey, bits over, (laughs) you know, he thinks I have you on as a wet. And he even said, he goes, he goes, you know what? I know it's hard to find people 
to produce. But I think if you take a poll with the gearheads, they'd rather you be in a room by yourself. <laughs> you guys, you understand uh, if I just do this, watch this. Hold on one second. Uh, all right, Mike, go ahead. You're by, Hello, yourself. Folks. You're by yourself. Now I see now I have no one to laugh with. Craig and I were laughing a moment ago. Ooh. <laughs> Where is he? I just, I just had you on the solo layout. We could do that. Um. So, so yeah, and he, he one thing he said that made me laugh was um he goes big fan of both podcasts. Really love why you laughing, but I'm not sure how much longer I can take it. <laughs> I wonder like if I was waterboarding him. I wonder if it was the same guy just trying to get at you on all platforms. Possibly, I'm not sure. My message yeah. must be heard. And then it was very funny. This guy on Twitter, I forget exactly what he said to me. Um. Uh, but then the the people that listen to a very good show went after him, but they were just like, yeah, you look like a toilet. And he wasn't realizing they were just fucking around. And he's like, okay, Twitter tough guy. <laughs> like, I saw this. Yeah. So I was tagged in this. Yeah. I was surprised people didn't go after Craig for his ridiculous Seinfeld opinion that the restaurant is the worst episode of Seinfeld. I said it wasn't my favorite, didn't I? That's what I, I meant. I think you said it was the worst. Oh, that I don't mean. I misspoke if that's what I said. <laughs> Um, so that, that I thought, I thought he would get a lot of shit for that, but, uh, some guy on Twitter, it was, it, what was funny about this is you were both wrong. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had to come in and correct everyone. <laughs> I had the two scenarios, correct. Just wrong location. I knew exactly, I knew exactly what you meant. Yeah. But we talked about something in the Seinfeld episode, uh, George having sex with his, uh, assistant in the uh, Yankees office. There's also an episode where he has sex and uh, the famous, was that wrong? Should I not have done that? <laughs> and that's in a much earlier season. Yeah. And um, uh, Pendant Publishing, I believe. Um, and uh, <laughs> the guy, the guy was wrong about what we were talking about. And then Craig interjects and says, Oh yeah, asshole! <laughs> it's the Portuguese the cleaning lady. How do you? I was like, how do you not, it's not any of these? How do you not remember him having sex in that office at Yankee Stadium? I'm giving you a raise. <laughs> uh, so this led to the only reason I mentioned this is it led to a, a, a war <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> where you know people are coming in and. Uh, criticizing this guy. Now everyone's got Craig's back, like, fuck you. And this guy is a, a man on an island. And he's fighting back at everyone. <laughs> and I gotta say, it's very funny to see a response where someone's just like, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing. And if you like that stuff, I think someone, listen to very I, good was show. it our pal Visionalist Dave or someone said like, Seinfeld Hardos are gay. <laughs> like, which is a funny defense because we just did an episode about Steinfeld. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So it's obviously it's a joke. The whole thing. And this guy's like, and this guy's like, nah, <laughs> straight as an arrow. <laughs> yeah. And then I started uh, saying like gay innuendos to him and he's like, stop calling me gay. And I was like, I didn't. <laughs> Always fun. I mean, yeah. I will, you know, a, uh, a recess type insult can still be fun once in a while. It depends on the person's reaction. Yeah. You know, if the guy was like, whatever, then you'd laugh at Craig and be like, what a child for calling him gay. But when the guy gets mad, it's like, no, I forget. I, I might have been box eating dad. I don't quite remember, but literally just said his face looks like a toilet seat. And he got very mad and was like, this guy, 
It's a reason to get mad. It's funny to watch that stuff because like I used I've been there, brother. <laughs> no, stop it. No, I don't. <laughs> That's why that's why I just kept I kept um putting the very good show Patreon under his comments. <laughs> I'm trying to convert well, him. <laughs> well, hopefully everyone still likes. Hopefully the guy on Instagram, this guy on Twitter, Danny Polish Chuck, hopefully they all still like us because we appreciate everyone here. And uh if you do still enjoy the program, then go to blindmike.net. That's where you can support the show for free. With uh, links to Apple, Spotify, YouTube, um, leave a five-star review, comment. All that stuff helps the show, supposedly. Uh, so if you'd be so kind as to do that, and if you'd go, if you want to go above and beyond for the program, then uh, check out the Patreon, where uh, if we hit 750, you get to choose what tattoo I get. Is it a bit of a wacky radio bit? Sure, but... <laughs> Whatever I can do to drum up business here. If you have something related to Brendan Schaub or KFC on your body forever, that'd be pretty funny. It's hilarious, right? Wouldn't you want to do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I can't see it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, those are probably the two. I do find, I think an It's Murder Time tattoo would be funny. That's the funniest for anyone outside of the podcast. Right. Like, that's like, this man has to have the word murder on his body. <laughs> and I'm not going to want, I'm going to have it visible somewhere. It's going to be on my leg or my back or shoulder or something. Yeah, it's murder time. Murder time on the left shoulder blade would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so it's murder time is a, like, people will think I'm psychotic <laughs> if I have that. Yeah. But as a listener of the show, I understand the KFC radio logo. KFC radio logo is probably the funniest one. That would be great. Or or get the Moon Man Sharpa or something that he does on his uh like Lazy Boy uh clothes. Oh, I'm not as familiar with that. I think I, I don't know if I think it actually might be part of the KFC radio logo. The Moon okay. Man guy. I don't know. But Yeah, I'm not sure. But just having the letters KFC on me would be funny. Yeah. So join the Patreon, make <laughs> yeah, it happen. Get us to seven fifty for Christ's sake. And then you know, wait till I do it and then you can unsubscribe if you want, I that's, guess. That's true. You know? <laughs> That's true. So, um, all right. that's pretty much that. Speaking of Brendan Schaub and Gringo Poppy, uh, the boys. Oh, and we might have one extra ticket left, by the way. That's true. So, uh, because Matt from Rhode Island may have a ticket on his own. We don't know. So, um, if that ticket is up for grabs, make sure you join the Patreon for that, too, because we'll be giving it away to another patron. And if you want to join us, um, we'll be at Laugh Boston. October 1st, yeah, it'll uh, be a, the early show, which I believe is 7 o'clock. Yeah. It'll be a, a patron of my choosing, so change your toods. Oh, it'll be Craig's choosing. Yeah, I just decided. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> folks, you don't want that held over you. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're nice to him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, if you want, join us. And as I've tried to express, I can't express enough. Don't feel you have to. This supports us in no way. <laughs> Zero. This literally I'm losing money on this and purposely so. So don't feel you have to buy a ticket, but if you think it'd be funny to uh, join the boys and uh, you know, grab a big table and go see Brendan Shaw together. Do not heckle him for two reasons. One, it's rude, and two, he'll kick the shit out of you. Yes. Yeah, we all have to remember we are pussies and Brendan Shaw could rip us from limb to limb. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, I, I don't want to, I have no interest in heckling. We're there to observe, observe and report as they say. Yeah. We're going to be in the shadows. We'll be in the back. Exactly. We lurk in the shadows. 
So um, feel free to do that with us. And by the way, there may be a little leg room there. Oh, no, really? I've heard, uh, I've heard B has had some trouble selling ticks. So why is there five fucking shows? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'm sure it'll be almost full, if not full. But he did. He, uh, I think our boy Sion Z. Yep. Uh, he posted some clip of Shaw Bon with, I don't know who it was, maybe Segura or something. And he's talking about uh, ticket sales. And he says, uh, he goes, yeah, the guy, it was Segura or whoever it was, was like, well, you're selling out everywhere, right? And he goes, you should have seen my show last night. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he got very defensive. So he may have just been kidding, but it sounded a little defensive. Well, the show we're going to is first show, the early show Saturday. That would be the fullest of the weekend. Yeah, I bet he sells out. It's only 300 seats, I think. I bet he, I, maybe 280, maybe? Yeah, yeah something like that. that ballpark. So, um, problem. But yeah, we're going to see Brennan Shop, so we wanted to make sure we studied up on the gentleman. Um, so I have a few clips here. We played a follow-up to uh, last week. We played a little bit of Brian Callen on with the Legion of Skanks guys. Seemed like Callen was having a fun time. Seemed to enjoy those guys. I guess not fun enough to remember everyone's name there, but it seemed like he had a good time. Brendan Schaub did not take too kindly to it. No, he didn't. Uh, we said, and who knows how much of it Schaub watched, if he just watched a clip that someone sent him or if he actually listened to the whole episode. I'm betting the former, probably. Um, but Schaub didn't, did not care for this. And for anyone who thought he was going to take uh, Louis J. Gomez's advice or the advice that I echoed on this program where I said he should just go do that show, do Skankfest, do Tim Dillon's show, whatever. Any show that busts his balls, Brennan Schaub should go on because A, they're probably going to be a little intimidated by him. <laughs> yep. So he'll make them look like pussies. He'll, he'll, he'll immediately have the in-person advantage every time. He will make them look like pussies, but B, um, him goofing around will win over everyone that Thinks he's an asshole. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, there's people I'm a fan of that I don't find particularly funny, but they're, like, not dickheads, and they'll go along with jokes. Right. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. But, and those are the fun people to be around, because, you know, on some level, you can have fun. Right. You know? Exactly. So, uh, Brendan Trump doesn't seem like necessarily one of those guys, at least not all the time. Um, maybe this is like a Jeff D. Lowe thing. You know, maybe you have to be friends with him in order to make fun of him or something. I don't know. <laughs> Look out. But he, he, um, uh, was, Callan got off the plane from New York and Brendan Schaub asked him about his time there. He's in Jersey. He's got his restaurants. He's like these Staten Island Italians. They don't fuck around, bro. Talking about Jersey. They don't fuck around. I would have yeah. taken you. I would have knocked your dick in the dirt. Yeah. Because he's got all his restaurants. I'm sorry, was that Sammy the Bull or is that a Joey Diaz? You know what? Diaz? That was okay. a combination. Okay. My, my, my Joey Diaz impersonation yeah. is. Come on, God, sucker. Yeah. You gotta go deeper. But we had a great time. We had a great talk. So and you, then did, you did Joey Diaz. Uh, I did Legion of Skanks, your, your buddies at, at, yeah. at, the, at the Skanks. They're my good friends. And, okay, uh, right there. <laughs> he's acting like they raped his mother. Yep. <laughs> They've never done anything to you, Brendan, other than goofed around. Like, that was the kind of reaction you would have. Obviously, I went a little extreme there. But being like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're my good friends would be the kind of reaction he would have if they brought up, like, Kalila and Annie Letterman. 
You know what I mean? Like someone who mm. actually kind of tried to fuck him over. Exactly. Whether they were right or wrong. Tried to like get him in legitimate trouble. The Skanks guys have just like fucked around <laughs> and maybe alluded to the fact that he did a comedy special too early in his career. And we'll get to that in a different clip. Uh, yeah, oh, certainly. <laughs> it's inter- it's very interesting how people react to certain things because, uh, you know, Luis J. Gomez says you shouldn't do a, a comedy special two years into comedy. Oh, fuck you. I'm hilarious. Well, let's see. Maybe, what he, uh, let's see maybe what he, the Godfather of podcasting has some thoughts on it, too. But we will get to that. <laughs> but uh, let's um, let's see if Brendan uh, knows anyone on Legion of Skanks. Yes. Well, he does. He knows. He knows. Maybe five or six guys on Legion of Skanks. That's, that's, you know what? You're right. It's all on there. I know. I know. Uh, but, um, but Big J? Okerson? Love Big J. Yep, yep, yep. Great comic, too, by yeah, the way. But we had a great time. Well, thank but you it's, for your it's input, also like, it's huh, Pause one second. <laughs> and just, just go back a little bit. Five seconds if you could. Um, but saying I love Big J. So Big J, if you don't know, is the biggest name on the Legion of Skanks. Yep. You know, and he's probably the most respected in comedy of those three, I would say. You know, like, Lewis and Dave have closed the gap over the years. But Big J is definitely still, like, the biggest name. So, like, saying, like, I love Big J is the same as, like, uh, Jeff D. Lowe coming in and saying, like, Kirk, you can make fun of my dad. I find that hilarious when you make fun of my dad. When Mike does it, it's mean. (laughs) (laughs) So that's pretty much what that is right there. Like, Brendan saying, like, oh, Big J is amazing. These other hacks. Who the fuck are they? Yeah, Big J's amazing, but when I go when he goes, um, uh, who's on that show? And then uh he goes, uh and he sits there like he doesn't know until Brian says something. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's interesting. You know what I hate those guys? Is it Big J, Dan Soder, and Ari Shafir, three guys I like? (laughs) Yeah. Those are my good friends. He's (laughs) such a fucking loser. Oh, I hate this. I can't believe it. Let's hear it out of the horse's mouth. Your your buddies at, at, yeah. at, the, at the skanks. Yeah, my good friends. And uh, I couldn't even tell you who's all on there. I know. I know. Uh, but um, but Big J. Big J. Yep, yep, yep. Great comic too. By yeah, the way. But we had a great time. But it's it's also like it's oh, it's uh, like is, being is, is in a coliseum. Dan Soder still on there? No, still. Uh, I thought no. Soder was part of that. No, nope. because Soder's a Denver guy. He's hilarious. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's Dan. What does being a Denver guy have to do with it? <laughs> He's. Literally trying to, yeah. Uh, yeah, can we talk about Dan Soder in Denver? Can we talk about the Broncos? Anything other than this? He's trying to do that bully thing where he's like, "Who the fuck are these people?" Well, he yeah, he's like, "I don't even, I don't even know who's who's on there." After I just acknowledged that I'm really offended by everything they say, I really need everyone to drink this clip in for the one we're gonna play in a little bit. Who? I mean, who's even on that show? These fucking. Losers, <laughs> and then two go two seconds before that. Oh yeah, my good friends that make fun of me all the time that really hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Like Obviously, I said, you have some idea of who they are if they bother you that much. Like I said, though, I think um, he might be on the outs with Ari since he did the um, the lie detector and said he wasn't. Because Ari didn't pass with the same flying colors that uh, Brian Callen did. No, he did not. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you don't know, by the way, Dan Soder, not on the Legion of Skanks, never was. I like that. He's like, is Dan Soder still on there? Like he doesn't know everyone's address. Like (laughs) Ari Shafir is not on there. And he goes on to say he loves Dan Soder. He's known to be friends with Ari Shafir. And he says how much he loves and respects Big J. So 
what's your issue, Brendan? <laughs> if you thought Big J, Dan Soder, and Ari Shafir were the Legion of Skanks, I don't understand what your problem would be with them. It would be very funny if Lewis gets super delusional and thinks he could take Shab like he thinks he can take Ellis. Get- <laughs> Challenges him. That'd be a great fight. And I think that would actually make him fight. You know what's smart of Lewis would be smart of Lewis to do that is like Brendan Schaub wouldn't take that fight. Right. And just, you know. And so Lewis would kind of look like the tough guy, even though he'd get destroyed. Yeah, but what if he does? What if he does take it? Yeah. Yeah, then that's tough. That's a gamble. <laughs> that's a real gamble you're taking. Because why wouldn't he? Right. Yeah. Well, cause the, the logic is like he's, you know, lowering himself to that level, but the comic in him should say, all right. Yeah, but I'll the, do that. And the thing is, too, I guarantee you it'll generate more money for him than any fight he ever had in the UFC. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. So I don't know why he wouldn't do it, especially if he's yeah. still kind of training. Even if he's not, he could get in, into fighting shape quicker than Lewis. I well, assume. yeah. And actually, they have like four years before the fights actually happen from what we're learning with the Ellis fight. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so yeah, he'll be a killing machine by the time that fight comes. <laughs> let's let's hear Bre- uh, Brendan try and remember who's on that program. Yeah, Joe Rogan. It's Big J, Dan Soder. Yeah, Dan, 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 of course. Uh, Gomez. And then uh, Ari. And, and is that the, hold on a second. I'm sorry. Is there. that the? F- it's just really funny to completely disrespect Dave Smith like that. Yeah. Because Brian Cowan was just there, <laughs> and he goes, "Yes, that's the guy, Dan." <laughs> Well, he goes Dan Smith, Dave Smith. He like immediately corrects himself, though. He gets there eventually. It's just a funny like slap in the face. But the thing is, I'm like that name's so vanilla. It will get fucked up. That's fair. Yeah, there. I'm sure if you Google Dave Smith, it's going to be hard to get to the comic. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but so another thing you should remember as we go here. Uh, Dave Smith mentioned on that podcast that uh, uh, Dave has done Rogan a bunch of times. And um, Dave said that after one of his recent appearances, Brendan DM'd him and said, "What a great job he did!" Oh, he's so Brendan. Brendan has reached out to Dave Smith before. He's a king, not realizing he was a he was on the Legion of Skanks, and said, "Great job on Rogan." To be fair, though, when he goes on Rogan, he talks politics and like promotes part of the problem. So, yeah, I'm, but I, it's just. Indicative of how little Brendan knows about anything. Right. You know what I mean? Like how little he pays attention, which one of the things about comics, I mean, I guess with certain things, they probably don't pay attention. Like if they're bored by an Adam Sandler focused podcast, but they do, (laughs) they do catch things. They're, they're observant. You know what I mean? Like they're supposed to catch things that not everyone does. Brendan is listening to a podcast, not knowing where the guy is even from. Yeah. I think, uh, um, he, I think there's a chance it wouldn't be zero that he's listened to us shit on him. Like he's that obsessed with killing everyone that makes fun of him. Right. Well, I mean, he tried suing Scion Z where that channel isn't that much bigger than this podcast. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is not an, I'm not trying to insult Scion Z, but I'm just saying the idea that Brendan Schaub was For example, going after him yeah. with litigation would mean that he focuses on the little guy. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know? uh, let's continue. Ford, like the. And Dan, Dan, Dan Smith. Dave, Dave Smith. Smith. Dave Smith. I was not Dan Smith. I'm so sorry. Dan, sorry. I don't think I've ever met sorry, Dave. Dave. You called him Dave. Dan? Dave, you guys are close. You've met him. He said you were really nice to him. I don't know. But anyway, 
But Dave, Dave, Dave's great. And we had a great time. And those fans are fucking rowdy as shit. And it was, uh, the whole thing was crazy. They hooked me up to a lie detector and asked me all these questions. And oh, uh, like a legit lie detector? Yeah. It's a police lie detector. And oh, I'm like, are you a real, there's, there's, a real, there's a real guy doing that. Yeah, they the didn't ask one question. Well, they asked or is you all it one these. Of, is it like a comic saying No, it? it's the guy who runs oh, the whole thing. it's a legit guy. So he, he asked Pause you for a some second. baseline. The guy, when Brian Callens is a legitimate guy, was running the lie detector test. Mm-hmm. Just, this doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about, but just for the, so the folks at home know. The lie detector test was run by one of their producers named Bobby Hutch. Yes. And just for a little background on Bobby Hutch's expertise, as far as running a legitimate uh, polygraph test, a few weeks ago, I received an email from Bobby Hutch with a link to... A, a Zach Amico show that goes on the gas digital network to which I replied, was this meant for me? And he said, yes, post at the same time as last week. Wrong blind Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I- I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> and he again gave me instructions on how to post this video. And I said, I'm pretty sure you've got the wrong guy. He replied, no, I don't. (laughs) And that's when I stopped messaging him. (laughs) He's definitely, he definitely has their uh, blind mic in his email list. That's what I kind of assumed is he was messaging the wrong blind mic. I don't know how he got my email, but he he was emailing me. So that is the certified uh, polygraph, uh, you know. Uh, instructor that that they're talking about. <laughs> uh. And questions. Are you a male? One of the questions he asked me when I was doing it is he goes, have you ever wished anybody dead? I was like, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm sorry to say. What were the, well, yeah, but at least you're telling the truth. What yeah. else did they I ask? Forget. Is this How it? many questions was it total? They asked me five questions. Uh-huh. Is that about it? I, I forget if they keep going. Um, the, this part's just watching his cunty reaction to this question that okay. he answered is funny to right. me. Only and five? Yes, yes. Uh, they said, uh, and the big one was, do you think Brennan Schaub is funny? Oh, and I said, yes, without hesitation. Yeah. And uh, and I was telling the truth. So there you go, buddy. Look at his face. And then what were the other questions? Uh, <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. Nice. Someone dare speculate that not everyone on the planet finds me funny. Like you said, we'll get to some more that are uh, <laughs> delightful. Yeah, I think if you put, uh, you know, Mr. Rogan on the lie detector test, he may, I think he would give you his truthful answer. Well, I think he did without having to strap in. <laughs> I think so. So we'll get to that in a second. But it's just funny that Brendan Schaub is still on this like high and mighty looking down at other comedians, uh, you know, looking down at people that don't think he's funny. It's like, listen, man, people are giving you the benefit of the doubt and saying, you just should have had people around you that don't that told you not to do a special. Oh, and for the record too, by the way, I just X'd out of that video because it's done. But yep. uh a few minutes later, um uh Brendan randomly goes, Dude, you have to do the bonfire, by the way. Dan Soder and Big yes. J are so funny. <laughs> yes. So it's like you knew that Big J and Dan Soder did a podcast together not called Legion of Skanks. <laughs> You know, they did another one together also. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we do that. So, yeah, I guess so. Um, 
What was I going to say? God same, damn it. Same family, though. Um, with Brendan Schaub, what was I just about to say? Here's your next clip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had one more thing to say. Oh, um, we, yeah, let's play the next clip. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could. I thought I could get there. So, anyways, we've teased it. I like to. Um, I like to say, "Oh, like I remembered," giving myself a few extra seconds. Yes. Oh, <laughs> ah, yes. Of course. Ah, how could I have forgotten this great point that I'm about to say? <laughs> um. So you, we also talked about last week, uh, Schaub's feud with Dana White. Yep. Where. I didn't feel like playing it because I don't really give a fuck about UFC. But if you keep listening to that podcast, uh, the fighter and the kid, Brendan Schaub goes off on Dana White and about how right he is in this whole uh, controversy with Dana White. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Boy, what is wrong with us today? I don't know. I'm just so excited about this clip. I, I'm having well, like Tourette's. St. Rogan, so I, I conceded, I was like, I don't know shit about UFC. Maybe Brendan's right, and he's calling out Dana on something uh, that Dana doesn't want to address. And, I mean, here's the foremost expert, Mr. Rogan. You just had a baby. Congratulations to that. Stay away from Twitter, because these people, if you give them, if all they're doing is fishing for compliments to themselves so they can feel like something. But as soon yeah. as you don't Give it to him. It's it. Brandon Schaub. He gave his opinion on Dana that ate his ass alive like piranhas. It's so dumb. I didn't talk to him about that, but first of all, he's wrong. Yeah, he needed to. He's wrong about the theory. He... Look, Brendan's my boy, but he needs a handler. Yeah. He needs someone like me around him all the time. What are you going to do? No, 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 no. Here's why. Yeah. And he'll go, yeah, you're right. I, I, I get where you, you coming from with Brendan and then... It's like, I don't, to me, I don't understand why our community, they hate him in a way. Like, I, I don't know the percentage, but he gets a lot of shit. If you're spending any time, any time, if you're a busy so, man. Uh, by the way, as the, as the producer in me, I have to point out that seemed like a cut in an edit right there. I thought so too. Okay. You would know better than me. I thought the exact same thing. You can hear it. Cause you can hear it for some fucking reason. The number one podcast on the world. They don't know how to use the denoise feature on Adobe Audition to get that hum in the background out. So you can well, hear it. Craig whipping his dick out and chucking it on the table. I'm chucking Fuck my dick. Fuck you, Jamie Vernon. <laughs> He's so good at looking stuff up, though. He kicks my shit in <laughs> on that part. So, oh, yeah, let's play that back one quick second. Because, yeah, I, I'm done with the clip, but that was definitely an edit there, right? It seemed it. It's like, I don't, to me, I don't understand why our community, they hate him in a way. Like, I, I don't know the percentage, but he gets a lot of shit. If you're spending any time, <laughs> any time, right? you're a busy man, you're a family Even man. Even Rogan's voice, doesn't, it doesn't fit that he would be hitting that octave. There. So he, but, and they're also saying about how hated Brendan Schaub is. And then it cuts to Rogan talking about fighting with people on Twitter. Right. Yeah, I what I wonder what he said there. We may we'll never know, but that's interesting. Who's this guy on with him? Is it Will uh, Harris? Uh, yes, I don't know who he is. He might be a fighter. Uh, seems like he's a fighter. Or he's in that world. He was yep. interesting. I didn't listen to much of this because it was all UFC talk. Mm -hmm. uh, it was actually it, what they didn't even title it as a Rogan episode. It was like the yeah, JRE the, MMA the, whatever it is. The MMA show, yeah. Um, 
so I didn't listen much of it. He seems like an interesting guy, but he strikes me as someone, you know, kind of like us who they might be a little interested in Brendan Schaub. So they're like, well, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the King's castle here. I might as well (laughs) bring the Schaub name up again. (laughs) I better ask him. So this is, uh, this is the one that may have done some damage in the Schaub household. Years ago, you told Brendan on his podcast that he shouldn't. Yes. Like, when do you feel like a fighter should walk away? Like, for example, me and him, I was friends with him. So I knew that he wasn't really committed. And also I trained with him a few times and I knew like it was his, his lust for training wasn't there. there. And his, I was worried that neurologically he was suffering because you could only get KO'd so many times. And I had personally seen him get KO'd a few times and I knew he'd been KO'd in training and I knew he had been fucked up playing football. I mean, he played football since he was yes, a child. Yeah. Like it was, there was too much head injuries. It's too many. I'm like, there's going to come a point in time where you have to stop. And now is the best time to stop. Like, don't, you already have a career. You're, you're doing podcasting. You're doing well. He was making more money doing podcasts than he, he ever did fighting. fighting. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you've got it out right now. You're a funny guy. You're fun to hang out with. I mean, he might not have the best stand-up, but talking to the dude, <laughs> he's a funny dude. He's got. Uh oh! <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> uh oh! Oh no! Yeah. So Saint Rogi even acknowledges. Oh, I mean, you're fine. I like that Rogan has kind of always defended Schaub stand up and everything, and now he's at the point where even he's like, "All right, fine." I mean, he might not have the best stand, but like he's fun to talk to. Yeah, dude, he's a killer, man. <laughs> Keep playing it for another couple seconds, just because I think Will Harris brings something up. I did back it up because I want to hear that again. So, oh well, good. good. <laughs> if you want to do like a, whoops, you already have a career. You're you're doing podcasting. You're doing well. He was making more money doing podcasts than he, he ever did fighting. fighting. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you've got it out right now. You're a funny guy. You're fun to hang out with. I mean, he might not have the best stand up, but. Talking to the dude, he's a funny dude. He's got a great personality. He's fun to talk to. It's just, it's so hard for people to walk away because it's their identity. Their yeah. whole identity is wrapped up in being That's true, man. a fighter. That's true. It's it's so fucking important to have people in your life that's honest with you. Yes. Like I got... Like my best friend I keep talking about, like he that's the one person that can be honest with me. Like you telling Brendan that, like, or just being honest enough to say you need to polish up your stand-up. Yeah. Like, a lot of people surround themselves <laughs> with yes men. Oh, that noise was very telling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Dude, this is Will ha- none of shoe polish in the world. <laughs> Will Harris just turned Joe Rogan into Brendan Dassey. <laughs> yeah, he needs to polish up his stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took it more as, like, Will, there's not enough polish on the globe <laughs> that I could get my hands on to spiff that thing. I, I couldn't work up enough elbow grease to get that thing nice and shiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's now we might have to hear that again. Oh uh, yeah. Let me back it up. I like this Will Harris guy though. Yeah. Like I mean, my best friend, I keep talking about like, cause I will say no one else is going to ask Joe Rogan about this. <laughs> Is that his name? I'm sure we're fucking. No, it's Will Harris. Okay. He, th- that's the one person that can be honest with me. Like you telling Brendan that, 
Like, or just being honest enough to say, you need to polish up your stand up. Yeah. Like, a lot of people surround <laughs> themselves. I know, here's something else I noticed. <laughs> yeah. Will Harris saying, hey, you being honest enough to say, like, you need to polish up your stand up. That's Rogan thinking, well, I haven't been honest enough. <laughs> uh, maybe I should have told him a long time ago. <laughs> well, before, before, so if, if Shab's special was two years in, I'd be like, wow, he'll probably be pretty good in a decade. You know, but it's almost at that point now. And Rogan's like, nothing's really changed. It's probably gotten worse, actually. Well, say that again. What do you mean if Schaub's special was two years? So his special that he filmed, he probably filmed it when he was less than two years in. You can go like. Yeah, or thereabouts. Yeah. You can go. All right. He's confident on stage. Maybe like some of the stuff. Like, oh, you're what? saying if that wasn't a sp- if you just saw that. If you just saw that, you're going to think it's trash. But if you knew who he was and as a comic being like he's two years in and he's doing he's got an hour. Right. What I mean is if you just walked into an open mic. Oh, yeah. No. You'd be like, this is not the worst guy here. Uh, by any means. No, definitely not. Dude, open mics are fucking hell holes. That, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. yeah, like two years in, you wouldn't be like, ah, this guy fucking sucks. No. You know, but yeah. And, and so to Will Harris's point, like you need people around you that tell you that shit. But like the Legion of Skanks guys were talking about with Callen, you know, people in LA, it's like, Hey, Brendan's a fighter. A, I'm a little intimidated by him, but B, he's a handsome, you know, charismatic guy. Like I kind of just want to, I want to be friends with him. So I'm not going to say, Hey man, maybe don't release a special. You know, an example I heard that was great. Maybe you might've even brought it up. I could be wrong though. Um, Sal Volcano, I think is a good comparison to Brennan Chubb. Mm-hmm. Where Sal Volcano got super famous from Practical Jokers, could have done, probably could have had a Netflix special if he wanted to. Right. You know what I mean? Like he just has that name recognition you bring in, and that's a that's a family friendly guy. Like kids are watching that, so like you know, places would be over the moon if uh, uh, Sal Volcano wanted to do a comedy special, but he ingratiated himself to the comedy community. He became friends with comics. Yeah. Uh, he started playing like small clubs and things. Now Brendan is playing small clubs cause he <laughs> has to, but like <laughs> Sal didn't have the, the ball, the audacity to just say like, I'm going to use my fame to get on stage. He said, I'm going to get good at comedy first. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Shop saw the money and all that. And he's like, I'm going to take whatever Sal right. is like, I just love stand up and I don't want to disrespect it. Yeah. Sal said, I have the money for, from my show. I'm not, so I don't need extra, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to use that to get money from stand up. Whereas Shab could have done that with podcasting. Like he's a super successful podcaster. Right. He could have quietly worked on his stand up, you know, and th- believe me, there would have been assholes that filmed his set and put it online. But I think in that circumstance, people are a lot kinder to him. Like, yeah, I'm trying, you know? I'm trying it out. Yeah. Right. I think people, I think if someone films his set surreptitiously mm-hmm. and puts it on YouTube, I think the reaction is, Hey, fuck you for posting that. Like right. Brendan's just working on shit. Right. And now Sal, I don't know how long Sal's into it, but it's a good while now. Um, yeah. And now he's playing like big theaters and stuff. Right. You and I, from what I hear, it's good. Yeah, so the only thing I've seen of his is his the story he told on Ari Shafir's This Is Not Happening. Did, was that the pants one? It was very funny. <laughs> was it the... the he's told, yes. He used to have a podcast with Q on Impractical Jokers, and I used yeah. to listen to it because I was like, I wonder what they're like not on, on camera. 
What are these guys like off stage? And I actually liked it, and uh, it didn't last very long. But so I listened to Maul, and he initially told that story on that podcast, and it was right. the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It was great. Yeah, I never got my peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact um, that he took someone's like some lady's pants and took pictures in them, <laughs> and potential was potential terrorism, was, and was like, why wouldn't they want these? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, those are pretty much my thoughts on Brennan Schaub. We, we've, uh, echoed it over and over again, and now we're going to put a few bucks in his pocket and go see him on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's our apology. And, um, for the future, we're allowed to say whatever we want about him because we're going to support we supported him. him. We're fan. We're paying fans. Uh, it's that, that famous, um, although I disagree with what you say, I'll defend to the death your right to say it. <laughs> Yes, I will defend Brendan's ability to do comedy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just thought those were uh, some funny clips and follow-ups to what we talked about last week. But speaking of comedy specials, um, I sent you this article. You know, it's a very funny little insight into why why I am the way I am, basically. Because uh, someone tweeted at me this morning. And said, um, he said, interesting read this morning at blind Mike underscore with a screenshot of the headline we're about to, uh, of an article we're about to talk about. Um, and I was like, oh, f- fuck this. Like, what an asshole this guy is. He's being a dickhead to me. Well, he's, he's mocking me, this guy. Now, could you read the headline? Craig of this article. Netflix reduces payments for comedy specials in some new deals. And when I got done reading the article, unironically, I said to myself, this is a pretty interesting read. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why my instinct was like, this guy's fucking with me. (laughs) There was no reason I would have thought that or should have thought that. But I was like, oh, he's being an asshole. And then I read the article and I was like, this is pretty interesting. Well, how many times have you gotten tagged and like someone going, Blind, Blind Mike, can you believe that they're they're taking this guy down and it'll be like, blah, 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 is arrested for violent gang rape. And you're like, all right, guy, come on. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, maybe that that's what it is. is I've <laughs> built up that, you know, <laughs> that reflex that I'm like, all right, I'm not, I'm not defending gang rape. <laughs> <laughs> So for some reason I had that react, but then I realized the guy was just a like-minded comedy fan that enjoyed this article. So it is pretty interesting that Netflix stock is tanking. Uh, Will Harris, um, Ryan Foley says, Will Harris does fighting documentaries on YouTube. Just so we are. Yeah. They talked a little about that. I didn't know if he was a former fighter or something. He's Jack motherfucker. Right. Yeah. So I wasn't sure, but yeah, they talked about the documentaries he makes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the little I heard of him on there because he kept bringing up Brendan Trump. Yes. Um, so Netflix, their stock is really in the shitter right now and, um, they're doing anything they can to cut costs for a while. I was in on Netflix. I was buying the dip on Netflix because I was like, Oh, they're going to rebound. This is going to be great. It's going to get back to where it was. Now I'm the opposite where I'm like, I'm not touching it as even as it gets lower, I'm not touching it because I just look at it and say like, they sat on their ass for too long as the King. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, sat on their ass isn't the right word because they were shelling out millions and millions of dollars to all these big names. Yep. To try and get them for movies and shit. But I guess what I mean by sit on their ass is like they let Disney, they were the clear front runner, ironically, much like Blockbuster. <laughs> and they let Disney and Amazon and Hulu catch up to them, HBO, Paramount. They let all these things pop up and catch up to them. So now. It's almost like, and um, I like it for stand-up. Like, there's a lot of specials on there I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Alba said to me the other day, she's like, we could probably do it without Netflix. Like, if, if we were to cut one, it, it might be Netflix at this point. So that's what I'm thinking, because it's fucking like 18 bucks now. Well, so they're starting, I think they're going to add commercials. Oh, I can't do that. I I. No, I- m- Meaning you could pay less, obviously. You're right. I had to do that with yeah. Hulu. I initially got Hulu, and the commercials were so fucking unbearable. I was just like, fuck it. Was it was a lot. Yeah, it was, it was often. A lot. Uh, it was more than if you were watching television. Uh, yeah, it's it's it got a little crazy. I don't know what it's like now, because I, I think I have Hulu without commercials. Um, but yeah, it got a little crazy, but it is. But you know what? I respect streaming services doing that. Because it's a way to make money and charge people less because at some point they're going to have to say like people are not going to pay $20 a month for 17 different streaming services. It doesn't make any fucking sense. By the way, the uh, Netflix 52 week high uh, is $700.99. Yeah. And what's Uh, that now? Right now it is at $229.09. And I'm still not touching it probably. It, me, it, at least me personally, folks. This isn't financial advice. It's but. down. It's down three point two seven percent today. As yeah, right now. I mean, and and everything's down right now. The entire market's down. So hey, maybe Netflix will bounce who's, back with the rest of the market, and you'll end up fault? making good money. Whose fault is that? I'm curious. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, wrong show. He's got dementia. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get off the stage. <laughs> Look oh, at by him. the way, <laughs> by the way, yep. I should have mentioned this earlier. Mm-hmm. Please tell me you didn't present Jerry with Madge Foley in the same way that we did. Nope. He oh, sent I'm- it to me and I said, oh, me and Blind Mike did this yesterday. And uh, mm. I stayed right. silent because I was like, yeah, we did this. And I, I wanted to yell the same things because <laughs> it was fun. Uh, but I that would have been good. I think I tweeted that out. Oh, did you? I said that would that would have been great if Craig repeated all the same lines. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know who this reminds me of, Jer. So that's the only thing I said that I said that we said he sounded like uh, Matt okay. Foley, Chris Farley. All right, very good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope she does a lot this season. I feel like we should keep an eye on her. Well, like I said, and Jerry yeah. actually agreed too. Was if the writers are good, she might actually be good. She could be something. Yeah. Because she, she was uh, loud and obnoxious, which that show actually hasn't had in a while. Right. Yeah, exactly. As a stand-up, I didn't care for the material, but... Yeah, she, Meat she, brick. Okay, we get it. You don't miss that? You're a bigger lady. <laughs> uh, oh, so anyways, uh, Netflix is tanking. Hey, two twenty nine. Maybe that's a good price for Netflix. I'd have to, what's their market cap, does it say? Uh... No. Yeah, who cares? Um, so Netflix is doing things to cut costs. Now they are apparently licensing comedy specials. So 
basically what I think they're doing. The example they used in the article was Whitney Cummings, who I guess sold her special and like had to produce it herself. Their market cap which, is $101.61 Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm investing in Netflix right now at that price. I don't even know what any of that means, to be honest. It just means what the company's worth. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Whitney Cummings apparently was the name they used in the article as uh, one of these people who's licensing... Um, comedy specials. So it seems to me like we remember we talked about Tim Dillon and Sam Merrill getting specials, which means like maybe some of these guys are going to get more of a shot now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what the licensing deal means is basically like Chris Stefano did where he shot his YouTube special and then Netflix took a look at it and it was like, we'll just buy it before you put it on YouTube. I think that's kind of what they're doing with some of these deals. So they signed Whitney Cummings to do X number of specials like that, where she shoots it herself, pays the production costs that Netflix used to cover. But then after however long the licensing deal expires, she has the rights to it and can do what she wants with it. Yeah. And uh, I I think the future for established comics is probably not that great there. Because they're obviously right. not gonna, yeah. they're not gonna Which do is the smart. Yeah, I think it's very smart if they're saying, "Hey, we're not gonna give Chris Rock forty million dollars for a special." Mm-hmm. I think it's probably smart. They'll probably only keep like Burr and Chappelle. Burr and Chappelle, uh, probably, and maybe someone like probably Chris Rock to be honest, but Sebastian or Gaffigan or someone like that, They're like a family friendly type of guy, you know? Yeah, but they can not Seinfeld if Seinfeld wants to do one. Like Sam Morell, I don't know how much he would get for the special, but I imagine it's not crazy money, and it will get a number of eyeballs. It's certainly now. Here's where I think this is interesting, and I think Netflix would be smart. Because Netflix could start bringing back comedies, whether it's TV shows or movies, by developing relationships with these guys. Like Tim Dillon just said, um, I was listening to Tim Dillon's podcast, and he mentioned what Louis and Joe Liss did with the 4th of July, where Louis funded that movie himself, um, distribute, you know, found distribution himself, like did it all by himself. And you know, reaps whatever, whatever benefits come from that. Tim Dillon said he looked at that and kind of wants to start doing that sort of thing. And, you know, I've listened to Sam Merrill and Mark Norman talk about wanting to make a comedy movie. So if Netflix is willing to say, we'll let these guys do what they want creatively, then I think you're going to, maybe you start, maybe you see Gillian Key, a season of Gillian Keeves on Netflix. You know what I mean? You see Sam Merrill and Mark Norman's movie on Netflix. Like they would be smart to not only give these guys specials, but develop relationships with these guys where that is now the comedy platform. It'll, it'll save the genre, honestly. Right. Yeah. And there's an audience that will watch comedy movies and comedy TV shows, sitcoms, even if they brought that sort of thing back, if it's funny, so if Netflix corners the market on comedy, it might be a little more niche than they were before, or maybe a lot more niche. Um, but I think that's an interesting strategy to take on, you know? I agree. I'm, I'm not, not saying abandon, you know, don't cancel Black Mirror or anything, you know, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, they have. They just put out a new, uh, new fucking, I, I thought it was a Jeffrey Dahmer um, 
uh, documentary. Yeah. And I was with my wife last night. I was like, oh, let's throw it on, I guess. There was, I didn't know what to watch. It was like on. Yeah, let's the, throw it on for the kids. Yeah, no, they were in bed. But it was like one of those. <laughs> it was like one of the, you know, at the beginning, it would be like top 10, whatever the fuck today. And I was like, oh, let's throw that on. And it was a fucking show. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to watch Wasn't this. Wasn't it one? I heard of something like before Dahmer or something like that, where it was like the childhood of Jeffrey Dahmer. No, dude, there was like an insanely long scene of him trying to like rape this black guy and this black guy trying to get out. But it was like awkwardly mm. slow. Like I was I was like, I fucking get it. Oh, Jesus. Keep talking. Yeah. But I was like, I'm I was close. Like, I was like, I get it. Please. Please just kill him. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that, that's what I said about that uh, Woody Allen documentary. And this was a documentary. But, like, the detail they went into describing uh, him and uh, Dylan Farrow. I was like, good God, please stop. Dude, it was like, all right, he's guilty. I'm sorry. It was like, a, it was like, a, uh, if if this episode was like a life-size cutout, you know what I mean? Like, oh, wow. It's like I'm sitting here for the entire time this guy was actually in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. I just saw on Hulu, I saw like a an ad popped up for a show. I haven't seen talked about it all. It's called Reboot. And it's starring, I think, Johnny Knoxville and Keegan-Michael Key, who I like both those guys. Mm-hmm. The premise is um, a show where the cast hates each other, basically is rebooting. And so they have to get together years later. So it's basically, you know, all these shows that are rebooting pretend one of them has a cast that hates each other, which I'm sure has happened quite often. Sounds an awful lot like the curb season of Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, but those guys all liked each other. No, I know, but I'm saying they pretended on the show that like Larry and George didn't get along and then everyone. Oh was- yeah. A little bit. A li- yeah. They're, they're an element of that, I guess. But um, it sounds like an interesting premise. And the guy that created it is uh, Steve Levitan, who created Modern Family. Mm-hmm. And I think wrote for Frasier. So I'm interested in checking it out. I haven't heard anyone talk about it, which is not a great sign. But And it's on Hulu? Yeah. I'll check that. I'll definitely check that out. Johnny Knoxville acting also interests me. I didn't think he was terrible in... In The Ringer? <laughs> the Ringer, he nailed it. Um, yeah. Um, the, the Dukes of Hazard, I thought he was good and actually walking tall with the rock. I thought he was all right. I didn't think it was terrible. Oh, okay. I didn't think it was terrible. Um, yeah. So I'll check all that out. What else there? Oh, how much time do we have here? What are we doing? We're hour seven. Good God. <laughs> it's flying by dude. Brendan Schaub. Giving these people too much content. Schaub makes the uh, time go by. <laughs> he sure does. Uh, you want to play real quick that Vic Faust audio? Uh, yes. This is a long. This is a long video. Just so you know. Yeah, I just want to play it a little. We uh, played it. Uh, I thought Kirk would be interested in this. He didn't seem to have any interest the other day. So I just want to play it a little bit and set it up because this straight laced radio guy went on a tirade with his uh, I don't know co-host or newswoman or something. Uh, yeah. And um, apparently the bit that they he's referring to here, she like called him dumb, and, but not in such blunt terms. On air? I think it was more of like an... What's up? On air? Well, so it was more of like an old man thing. Like, you know, say if you were on with Jerry and he was trying to search something and couldn't figure out, you know, 
how to find it. Okay. Yeah, my uh, old codger. Whatever the fuck. It seemed as innocent as that. All right, let's see. Listen, you're a <laughs> fat, <laughs> nasty, <laughs> and you don't <laughs> bring up <laughs> on air when I fucking hear like your back. You're a <laughs> fat. <laughs> I don't care if you're here. Be or not. like that guy. I don't know if you oh, can hear bleeps. I don't know why they released it like this. Uh, they no, released it with music in the background and bleeping the curses. The only thing I could hear is that he kept calling her fat. <clears throat> so, or a, different, a little, uh, or a different word. For a little background, uh, the article that was written up on it lets us know that the word being bleeped most often and probably following the word fat is cunt. So, <laughs> he's calling this woman a fat cunt over and over again. I mean, walks like a duck. Talks like a dog. I haven't seen her. I don't know. All right. I haven't either. I let it go yesterday. But you called me stupid for the second time. Who brought up the stupid subject? You you were making fun of me because I was dealing with That one almost didn't get bleeped. Chris was too. It wasn't just me. Chris was. Yes, he's. Pause for a second though. Did you hear that? Mm. She's like, she's like, you called me stupid. And he goes, you were making fun of me. (laughs) 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 Sensitive Sally, this guy is. Yeah. This goes on for five minutes, by the way. Jesus. Yeah, I know. The video I think he says cunt like 72 times or something. Yeah, well, one for each virgin, right? What's that? I said one for each virgin. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was funny. So I wanted to play a little bit of it. But uh, he got fired from his TV gig, I guess. Him, I don't know where in this video it has him going back on air, but that part's the funniest shit. He's like, blah, blah. welcome to go the- to about. OK, let's go, go to about. Four minutes. We'll just hear them finish up. There's a little bit of silence here as well, but. You got 20 seconds. Just chill. (laughs) Perfect. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. People fight though. They're they're just stewing right now. People fight though. It's like, Jesus, just let them fight. Unless she's like uncomfortable, I guess. Well, based on this video getting out there, I'm, I'm guessing she was. Yeah. All right, everybody, we're coming back. Mind you, the word cunt was just said 72 times. One for each virgin. Heavy breathing. Just so anyone listening, that's not Mike. And we say welcome back, 958. Thank you so much for joining us today. What an incredible show. Awesome time. (laughs) What an incredible show. No one's unhappy. No one made fun of me. And if they did, I would have taken it great. (laughs) I also just want to point out to everyone listening that heavy breathing was neither Mike or myself. Right. Yeah, no, he was just like this, mother. It was was, uh, Mel Gibson light is what you heard. He's like... This this cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand why they bleeped it though. I hate that they released it like that. There's no other version. I know. Uh, It's what if what if it wasn't what they said and it was just being nice. (laughs) But they they just had the proper bleeps to make it sound like he was a monster. (laughs) (laughs) They're just looking at a video. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I think. I think we about covered it all today. I think so. Nailed it. Like I said, folks, first of all, I mean, I don't think I even have to remind the people to go to verygoodshow.org. It seems like there are 
already there with fervor. Yeah, we got we got some people there. Um, for all of you that hate me, this was the first VGS without me on it. So go give it a whirl, <laughs> see if you like it. Who was on it? Who took the reins? Uh, I still edited it after I was at a show. So yeah, the, who manned the ship? Uh, I'd say Tim, Tom, whoever you want to call him today, uh, stepped up the most. Huh. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then well. Matt was there and Mike was doing, you know, his whole thing. <laughs> well, maybe. All right. Maybe this week isn't the one you want to start with, but go back and listen. They've got a long catalog. Unless you don't want me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, check it out, folks. Verygoodshow.org. And if you wouldn't mind uh, supporting this program, and you can find all sorts of ways to do that at blindmike.net. And uh, go check out the episode of Why Are You Laughing? Because I think you guys will enjoy it. Yes, definitely. Um, all right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, have yourself a great day. And as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh?